Hi, thank you for choosing in the House of Phoenix Town podcast, the best podcast in the whole internet. In this episode, Ryan and I talk about a lot of stuff like always, especially with the players that we add on this offseason and the players are gone. Instagram questions were really awesome and we appreciate all the questions that you guys send us to us every week. So stay tuned for more information, have fun, and don't forget to follow the page on Instagram, House of Phoenix Suns, and on Twitter, House of PHX Sons. Thank you, sir. Welcome to all the Sound fans. This is your host, Carlos Roman, alongside Ryan Sirk. I know I always start this show like same way, but damn, I'm excited. But first, how you doing, Ryan? Well, yeah, you've always got to be excited for this show. I'm always excited. I hope you guys are as excited as we are because I just love talking about the Suns. So I'm, I'm doing I'm doing really well, Carlos. Yeah, we are the exception of NBA fans talking about the Phoenix Suns, but we just love it. And why not talking about the team that it makes us cry and sometimes happy? But first, hey, Ryan, how you doing? First, I know you said it's good, but how you doing after all this move with the NBA rumors? I know we're soccer guys most of the time, but the NBA offseason is being really amazing. And most of it is because the players are being so strange and making decisions at last minute, like like why and I want to listen to what you think about it. Well, yeah, there's nothing, there's no other sport that compares to basketball when it comes to the offseason movement. Like, no other sport can compare that all stars are switching teams like every year. Like, LeBron last year, now we got Kawhi, Paul George. This offseason was a, the greatest offseason in NBA history, in my opinion. And it's not even over yet. Yeah, that, that, I can agree. It's been really fun. And before we go with the Suns information, I want to ask you, like, which player besides like the big names, which move surprised you the most in this offseason so far? Well, I've got to go with the D'Angelo Russell sign and trade from Brooklyn to the Warriors. No one expected that to happen. Yeah. That was absolute madness because everyone thought, oh, yeah, Suns, Suns have a good chance at D'Lo or maybe the Magic or Timberwolves. But no, he goes to the Warriors. <laughs> no one. <laughs> It's like no we one. always joke that all the players are going to the Warriors. And then the guy that we really <laughs> wanted in the Phoenix Suns is the one that goes with Seth Curry, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. I know. I know. I can't believe that. It's a huge change from a small forward, uh, super scorer, veteran, as Kevin Durant goes to a young point guard with so much flow and he can score, man. He can do whatever he wants. But you know who surprised me the most? Paul George. What? 
Um, yeah. We focus so much on Kawhi Leonard that, um, oh, he's staying at Toronto. He's going to the Lakers. But damn, Clippers was on the list, but I was surprised after that. Sending four unprotected first round picks and more than yeah, that, Gallinari and second rounds. Wow, I'm just amazed and I really like it. I, sometimes it pees off all this move and see this team's getting super, super good because there's no more words. But in the end, if you want to win a championship, that's how you need to do. It's hard to build a team and then try to pursue a um, NBA championship. Yeah, definitely. And what's crazy is that, like, obviously Kawhi Leonard, we know he's amazing, finals MVP, but Paul George finished top three in MVP voting and top three in defensive that's player true. of the year. Yeah. So it's not like he's the Paul George from two or three years ago. He's even better than that. And that's that's kind of scary. And I don't know if you guys have been listening to every episode or not, but I remember I said that the Clippers were going to be a good team very soon. And so are and you a Clippers fan now? Because last episode you said that if it's not the Suns, you support the Clippers. I mean, I'm still sticking with my decision, obviously. And bes- so- and enough. And and adding to that, they have Doc Rivers as a coach. It's not that yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah, it's, he's a great coach. He, he finished top three in coach of the year. <laughs> and the most amazing part is um, most of the teams these days, we are focused on how good they are in offense. But damn, this team in defense is really, really good. And we have to play them four times a year. Well, Let's see how it goes. Hopefully, the Clippers have a great season. I'm a basketball fan. I want to see good teams. I want to see the rivalry in L.A. Don't matter if right now our division is the toughest in the league. Having the Warriors good, having the Kinks growing up really good, and then Lakers and and Clippers being top in the whole league. But besides that, we we need to start talking about the, the Phoenix Suns, the new additions, what players are gone and and Kelly Oubre is something that is still on in the conversation for all the Sun fans and I want to start to ask you uh, Ryan what players came what players came after the draft and finally official yeah so uh, last episode we talked about the players that we got during the draft uh, so if you want to know more about those guys you check out the last episode but the guys we got after the draft were Aaron Baines. Uh, we got him. Well, he was part of the Celtics trade during the draft, but we never we didn't really talk about him a whole lot. Um, so he is obviously going to be our backup center. He's not going to start over um, DeAndre Ayton. That's never going to happen. But what is good? It's a, so it's a veteran is, center that have the experience on being in really good franchises. He was. In San Antonio, then he went to Detroit, and then the Boston Celtics. So I, I think going to the Suns, it means to him, too, that um, he's getting a position of being a mentor. And it doesn't matter the team you you land, you have a different purpose. Could be bench, yeah. uh, could be veteran, maybe a starter but in this case DeAndre needs that mentor we mentioned we we mentioned that on the first episode I think it was the second or third that how Tyson Chandler was going to be for DeAndre and a few weeks after yeah. that we caught him but still 
the Suns know yeah. that we need a better end center to get DeAndre better because he's a guy for long term. Yeah, I agree. So his stats uh, last year, he only played 51 games. He had a, he had an injury, um, but he had 5.6 points a game on 47 percent field goal percentage. I like it. And actually, his three ball, this rising to me, is 34 percent from three. The season before that, he shot 14 percent from three. Wow. Um, increasing yeah. increasing uh, 20% is huge. Yeah, that's actually really impressive. And then 4.7 rebounds and 0.7 blocks. Well, what, what I really like from Aaron Baines is his type of uh, all whore for, but obviously with less quality. He's still, yeah. he's still a good player. I think he's going to help a lot, especially on the clutch. And in, in Celtics, he was important on the last minute. It don't matter if you play around... 10 to 20 minutes the most. He can score mid-range. You can let him uh, open from the three-point line. And better than that, he can get rebounds. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll, he's a, a decent pickup. And obviously, we needed a, a backup center after we let Rashawn Holmes go. But we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So next next player I wanted to get into is Frank Kaminsky. No one really expected him to sign with us except for Gambo. He he talked about him a little bit, but I Frank love Kaminsky, him so bad. He was really good in college. Yeah, I remember him playing in Wisconsin. I I comment on on your post when you when you mentioned in House of Phoenix Songs the Instagram um, the signing. I was I was. More like, damn, I was so pissed that draft night. But I remember that we picked Devin Booker. But to be realistic, most of the Suns fans, they know who was Devin back then. Now they can say, oh, he was a sixth man in Kentucky. Uh, He was really good. I knew he was going to be this good. No, you're lying. No one knew he was going to be this good. Devin was good, but picking up top 15, a player that is a sixth man role in college is it's risky but yeah we got I both agree. and now i'm happy he's a better version of Dragon bender and let's give him the opportunity because he came from charlotte a really bad team to another bad but young team so let's see yeah i mean it's it's an improvement from dragon bender which is what we kind of needed a stretch for off the bench. So last year, 47 games played. He suffered an injury as well. Um, 8.6 points a game on 46% from the floor and 36% from three point, 3.5 rebounds and 0.3 blocks. So his defense could, could improve a little bit. So let me ask you this. We see Aaron Baines and Frank Kaminsky. Two big guys that can score from outside. Having more minutes could increase that percentage. And they got 30, 35%. So if they score around 40, 50, for us, we're going to score a lot of points. And what I like from this move from James Jones and the front office is that both players got injured last year. So their value goes down. And is a little bit more easier to grab them, especially role players in big-time franchises 
like Boston. And mm-hmm. we also picked Ty Jerome on the draft during that pick. That draft, that, that trade. My bad. And I think it's a really good acquisition. Let's see how Monty will fix this because in paper, everybody is good. It's more what's of the course. mentality of the coach, what he wants from these players, and what we are going to see on the court. Yeah, I agree. And then the the last, well, the big free agent signing that no one really wanted, no one really expected it, a lot of people were unhappy about, but I think he he is a really good fit for us, is Ricky Rubio. So last hmm. season, 68 games played, 28 minutes a game. He shot 40% field goal percentage, 31% from three-point, 6.1 assists, and 1.3 steals. So his shooting from outside is not the greatest, but he does give us the playmaking that we need. This one, this might sound crazy, but the Ricky Rubio is a way better version than Sue Lonzo Ball. And we were looking. It's true. He can score more. He's more experienced. He's faster. Maybe in defense is not that good, but I think it's more efficient. And Ricky is the point guard that we were looking for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know as a Sons fans, we asked for D'Angelo Russell, but to be realistic, it was kind of impossible. Money, uh, opportunity to getting to Phoenix. Uh, it was kind of hard, you know. Uh, the sign and trade, we don't have that much. Uh, Josh, Josh Jackson was with no value. Then draft picks. Now, Ricky Rubio came from a coach that really knows how to use him, and it's Quinn Snyder in Utah. Mm-hmm. That's why we saw, we see him having really good times. And for us, I'm happy because we are giving Devin Booker an opportunity to be more free. Yeah. And he will learn a lot to run without the ball. Devin is going to score way more points this season than ever. I and agree. Thanks to Ricky Rubio, he finally can get that all-star spot. I'm not yeah. exaggerating. It's because we have a playmaker that we really need him badly. I don't know what you think, but Ricky Rubio is an impressive, good amount of money signing yeah and like talking about fit i think he's he's the perfect fit because if you look at that utah team and who their best players were and you look at our team and who our best players are donovan mitchell is a similar player to devin booker like that's that's perfect i agree a little bit more aggressive yeah going to obviously i think Devin Booker is better think about that devin can do a better job Escorting yeah. uh, outside of the and then of paint, you look at Rudy Gobert. It's similar offensively to DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, Rudy Gobert is better defensively, and I think Ayton is a little bit better offensively. He has better moves and stuff like that. So, Ricky Rubio will be able to exploit those matchups during games. I think. Yeah, I, I agree, and and I think Ricky Rubio will match really quick because. Monty is a guy that likes point guards and also like you're mentioning it. And the situation is not changing. Maybe the experience, but if we finally get a team, because the problem with the Suns is not getting young players, is the development. 
we have really good young players that we can do a lot of them, but changing coaches all year, it's hurting us. Yeah, and the franchise knows. We we don't know what's gonna happen with with maybe Ty Jerome and and Cam Johnson. If we fire again, Monty Williams, we are not gonna see what I we expect. So, and and I some, think it's a, it's a good sign. You could technically blame the development of Josh Jackson, Dragon Bender, those guys. You could blame their development fail on the fact that we don't keep coaches for more than a year. Yeah, and some players need a little bit more time than others. It's like going to school. There's smarter guys, and then you have those that it's a little bit more slow to getting to it, but in the end they do it, so in sports it's the same. You have really good players, but you have others that need to practice way more stuff, like Marquise yeah. Chris. He was athletic. He, yeah, exactly. See, sometimes he have those flashes, but... In the NBA is not a development league. <laughs> they are professional guys, and they just want to win. Yeah, you got. If you want to get better, think. go to the G League. Yeah, exactly. Another signing we got was Dario Saric. He was we got him on draft night. Also, we didn't really go into depth into details about him, but last season with the Timberwolves, he played sixty eight games. 10.5 points, 45% shooting, 38 from three point, 5.5 rebounds, and 0.6 steals. What do you think? I think it's an underrated signing. A lot of people, they don't like him for some reason. I, I don't really see why, but I think he'll be good. He should be our starting power forward. What I like from him, it's he always produced. And the first thing he said, Minnesota never gave me the time and i really like that there's someone that it shows you that is hungry he knows he's gonna play and he also can get a bigger role than the sixers and the timberwolf both teams got rid of him he's really loyal he was really sad after his trade from sixers to to the timberwolf and right now it's another opportunity and we talk about this off record, mentioned that Dario Saric is going to be free agent at the end of the season. So it's a motivation to play really well and get a big contract next year. So that's good for us. And I'm happy that most, for not saying all, of these signings are being on a quiet spot. Let me explain. It's not it's not being on media like, oh, the Suns won this player, this player, and this player. And then randomly, boom. That's good. They, they, they're trying to do different things and surprising people that we can do smart move. And whoever started to blame uh, James Jones, it's hard to clean up all the messes from past years. Yeah, I'm not saying he's tough. perfect. He's going to save us from, from misery. But you can see that he's creating a whole new team that he can say, okay, this is my team. We're going to work it now and we're going to get better. Yeah, and that, that's what I want to see, just improvement every year. Any signings this season? Well, off-season? Any more? Well, the new PJ Talker. Oh, well, yeah, we did. So, transitioning into guys that we let go. Um, so, 
we also acquired Javon Carter from from the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and we traded Josh Jackson, DeAnthony Melton, and two future second round picks for Javon Carter and Kyle Korver. We won't really talk about Kyle Korver because he's getting getting waived, I'm assuming. Um, but Javon Carter, if if you've seen my my Instagram, I posted quite a bit about him. He's a great defender. Uh, he could improve offensively, I think. Um, but he has the defense down well. But here were his stats last year. So he, he only played 39 games because he was up and down from the, the G League. Um, he, he had 4.4 points, 30% shooting, 33% from three-point, 1.8 assists, and 0.7 steals. So he didn't really play a whole lot. So it was kind of inconsistent, but his defense is phenomenal. Well, a lot of things that are similar over here is players that really needs time on court. And maybe Phoenix is the option for them to to finally do what they want to do. And it's kind of like Sarge. I, I, I can say, yeah, I wish. I wish. And you never know. Look at Kelly Obre last year. We got yeah, him. Exactly. He was That's playing good in, example. in Washington and boom. Now he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Still not us from us, but he's getting there. And, and I'm really happy for... For all these moves, because most of the time we're thinking about, oh, what we're going to do? We're so confused. We haven't picked anybody. And and, and the only thing that I want to ask you is uh, what we expect from these players. What do you expect? Um, well, I expect a lot from Ricky Rubio, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't expect too much from Frank Kaminsky and Aaron Baines. Sarich, I do expect him to, like, be able to show that he is a starting caliber power forward in the NBA. And then Javon Carter, I expect him to solidify a bench role. I'm more focused on, well, Ricky is important because I'm, I'm expecting a lot of things, not because we pay um, $17 million a year. It's more that we finally have a good point guard after maybe Dragic, Bledsoe, whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I never, I never count Bledsoe. I never like him. And, I don't like him either. And having a, a playmaker, so Dragic was, but Bledsoe, no, I don't think so. Ricky he, he's have a, a really Rozier. good opportunity of being the main guy and run the position like he wants. I think he's gonna have a lot of freedom, and that's good. But besides that, I'm focused on Sourich. Now has a power forward. He can play. There's young people around him. They can run. So that means he can move quickly, and that's going to help DeAndre Ayton a lot. And I, I like that. And he can score from three. Yeah, that's something, I like that. That's something that we need. He, he can score. He can go into the paint. And he looks like he's a really good team player, and I like that. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh. Going going to the next thing, besides and taking out Kelly Oubre conversation because we're gonna talk about him later. What player or what kind of move do you want you want to see in this offseason? What kind of player do you really want to come here to Phoenix? I think I'm pretty content with how the roster's looking right now. I don't I don't see any needs really like that. We really need obviously we needed a point guard that everyone could tell that. So we got Ricky Rubio, but I don't really see 
the need for anything else, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and besides that, um, getting another picks, maybe. Yeah, that, that's the only thing another, I could, I could another say. Another point guard, we don't need it. The team looks like it's pretty complete. They just want to sign Kelly Oubre. And we're I don't just, know we're what's going to happen yet. But back at point guard, we got a Kobo. Let's see how it goes in summer league. I'm not saying he's the next Tony Parker, but you never know. And then shooting guards, we, we can get there. Uh, McCall or Tyrell Jerome. Any of those players that can play one or, or two positions, that's really good. And getting rid of Josh Jackson, oof, that was really impressive. Yeah, but, I think um, we all we really adding, needed that. Adding, adding players, I don't think so right now. And talking about that, let's talk about the players that are gone at the moment. And just let people know, all the followers on House of Phoenix Suns on Instagram and Twitter, House of PHX Suns on Twitter, what players are gone at the moment after all these signings and trades? So yeah, there were actually there was actually a lot of movement from Suns players this offseason. So Rashawn Holmes, who I think was a great backup for us, he signed a two-year deal with the the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I really liked him. I I think he'll do well there. And then the the guy I think I might miss the most, but we'll 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 talk about that later. Is so mm -hmm. Troy Daniels, uh he left. He's going to the Lakers on a one year deal. Uh obviously we, we traded Josh Jackson and DeAnthony Melton to the Grizzlies. And then we're still waiting on Jamal Crawford. I'm not not too sure where he is gonna end up. I don't think he will resign with us, however. But well, well, I think from this players, why why we think we let them go? It's for example, Josh Jackson cut his legs off the court first because <laughs> yeah, he was screwed. He was a he was a player that we would we were waiting all these years to 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 see him improve. Not by vibes, he was chilling with the Suns. We pick him fourth, you know. And and something, something you have to wait. Uh, sometimes you have to wait to see how he improves. But you don't live with flashes. Maybe now in Memphis he can he can be with John ja Morin and and be the player yeah, that he wants. It looks like athletic. it's a good fit, you know. The Jaron Jackson, Josh Jackson, John ja Morin. That team is really athletic. If you think about it, Brandon Clark, Josh Jackson, Morant. <laughs> Balance units as a center. The West is pretty good. I know. Is <laughs> it is three hundred times better than last year? And it, it's tough. I mean, we're a better team, I think, than last year. Yeah, all the teams got better except uh, OKC. My bad for Russell Westbrook and Pelicans. But now we'll with see how they Gorns, Pelicans looks really good. At least young, young team that you just want to see playing. You know. Yeah. That just just improving all the time and and also all these players, they're they're gone for the reason and I'm not mad. I'm not. So mad. who are you gonna miss the most? But but, but who you will miss the I, most? I just asked you that. <laughs> oh my bad. We just did it at the same time. <laughs> well, I I think your guy Bender. I think yeah. it was it was not fair for him not having the real opportunity of success because. The time that he came, we really need a guy 
in the center position that can do DeAndre's job. Do not go in details like scoring mid range, yeah. dominating the paint. <coughs> Sorry, getting rebounds. So Dragon Dragon was more okay. I'm seven one seven one. I can play East. the th- the three, four, and five position on court. I can score threes. I can be a good scorer, but you are not Derek Nowitzki. I wish. I wish. And he's too young. He doesn't look confident on court, except for those games that got seven blocks or seven threes. But still, you you can't wait for someone that plays three, four games good, and then the rest of the season yeah. is horrible. It's tough. I think I could say Josh Jackson, but how it ends, you it was one. not you the know, best it's, way. It's who you miss the it most. It wasn't the best way. Who are you going to meet the most? I mean, if if you guys are listening from House of Phoenix Suns Instagram, you guys know how much I love Dragon Bender. Like, that's my guy. The first ever game I went to, he had his career high of 18 points. He had went six for six for three. He had like four blocks. And that made me, I was like, wow, this guy, like, he's going to become amazing. And then it never happened. But I've always... I've always supported him. I know I've gotten a lot of crap for it, but if Dragon Bender, you're going to listen to this episode, which I know you will, I want you to know <laughs> that I've supported you and I'm going to miss you. So he's he's the guy well, I'm going to miss the most. Well, I know a lot of players, uh, we, we, we can miss him, but right now, well, obviously we're not going to, we're not doing this live. This is a recording. Today, the day that we're recording, all this conversation about Russell Westbrook getting traded, and I think this is an extra of the information that we were going to talk about on this show. Russell Westbrook might be traded this offseason, and that's going to support the comment that you said at the start, that this might be the best offseason in NBA history. Trading and signing players. It, it it's so impressive, like how OKC wants to get rid of this guy after getting four unprotected first round picks, and they can get even and more by trading. Russ. Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report, they they put some possibilities of where he should land, and in this they mentioned the Phoenix Suns. Really. They mentioned the re- the Phoenix Suns, and I'm going to read really, really shortly over here. They want, <laughs> this is crazy. They, they're trying to do a trade it. with, they, they're trying to do a trade with the players that we, we got this offseason. It, it sounds like kind of stupid. All right, let, let's hear it. They want, they want for Westbrook. Tyler Johnson. Take him. Rubio. Frank Kaminsky or Kelly Oubre's, we sign him, and Aaron Baines. <laughs> Those are all our new guys. I what the? <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I but mean, it's stupid. It, but it's still stupid. But trading Tyler Johnson, Rubio, Frank Kaminsky, or Kelly Oubre if he resigns, and Aaron Baines. 
no picks. All right, but maybe they said they might add the Milwaukee Bucks uh, 2020 first rounder to the Boston Celtics and include McCall Bridges or Cameron Johnson. And that's a big time no from me. Yeah, uh, because if what you said, uh, like those trades with Tyler Johnson, Ricky Rubio, Aaron Baines, and Frank Kaminsky, we'll, we'll leave Kelly Oubre out of it. Hey, this is the most crazy part before before we end the first part of the yeah. show. It said, "I'm I'm putting what it says on the article." And then I want to I want to rant a little bit, but go ahead. Hey, listen to this. You're gonna laugh. Go ahead. Perhaps they consider it anyway. The Suns are in a perpetual hurry, and a Westbrook Devin Booker partnership might be the kind of high risk, high reward gambit they are willing to to get Johnson out. And another future first rounder. That's so stupid. For media that are listening this episode, please watch the songs. Honestly, don't. Oh, it's just it's the same thing every day. But same thing. Why that most of the media didn't see the songs playing because we're bad. We 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 get it. But then don't don't stop drinking. Why would the Thunder accept that trade? <laughs> Aaron Baines because it's a expiring contract. Okay. They can get Kelly Oubre. No, we're taking Kelly Oubre out. We're giving him Frank no, Kaminsky. Thanks. I don't like Westbrook. All right, but listen, but listen. If we could keep oh. if we could keep Kelly Oubre, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, why would we not get Russell Westbrook? Because he's not a team player and he is one well, not same for me. I have friends that worked directly he with a lot NBA, of with NBA, and they said Russell Westbrook is the most annoying, selfish guy in the whole league. And there's a big time. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, why would the and Thunder? What accept? else? Why I want? Why I don't want him in Phoenix? Because this type of players can make in the future. Um, can make Devin Booker, DeAndre get out of the team. And speaking of the future, he, at 34 years old, he's going to be making $50 million. No, thanks. Yeah. And that's money that DeAndre can get. Yeah. And that's money Sarver's not going to spend. Yeah, Sarver is cheap, like me. But it's okay. Um, Guys, don't forget to follow House of Phoenix Suns on Instagram. And also House of PHX. Well, House PHX Sons on Twitter. Stay tuned. Listen to Ryan's Fact of the Week. And then we get back to the best part of the show the Instagram questions. questions. Don't miss it. Don't miss it out. Did you know that the Phoenix Suns are the only team in the Pacific Division of the Western Conference that is not based in California? The other teams currently in the division are the Los Angeles Clippers, the Golden State Warriors, the Sacramento Kings, and unfortunately, the Los Angeles Lakers. Thank you guys for not turning it off. Yes, thank you. I know it's very tempting. Welcome back to the best part of the show. This is Carlos alongside Ryan Sirk, owner and the person that is in charge of the social media, the House of Phoenix on Instagram, same as Twitter, House of PHX, Sons, and 
let's get it. Let's get it to the Instagram questions. And before before all this, thank you guys for all the support. We're growing so fast. And it's good to see that the page is almost 8.K. Maybe for yes. the, the, the episode is released, we're going to have a 25K. Yeah, but maybe. Hey, you never know. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Well, Ryan, let's go with the Instagram questions. So, yeah, these Instagram questions are sponsored by Fichajes FIFA. Oh, yeah. So I'll follow that page. Thank really you good. Uh, for sponsoring this one. So the first question is from Amir Abbas.0. When will this team make the playoffs? Carlos? Never. You go first. Never. At this point, we are not going to do the playoff. And it's hard to mention it because, damn, the, our division is so hard. I I believe, in the West too, it's hard to believe. We are young. And the playoff, we're going to make it in at least two seasons. I agree. Because it's hard. This year's Devin Booker started his new contract. So that leads to and oh sorry. I don't Go think ahead. I don't think he's gonna wait four years with no playoff. I know he's twenty two now. He's not gonna waste four more seasons. You have to be realistic. You have to step on and and say, you know what? I don't care what's going on over here. Lakers get out of the playoff. I don't care if you have LeBron and AD. I please get Kinks, out of here. Kinks still there. Improving. Clippers. I don't care. And we're going to see a lot of teams going up. Uh, it's hard. Just just being realistic. I think yeah. the Suns, three more years with no playoff. Uh, that's, that's realistic. So that leads to the second part of his question. What do you think our record will be next season? I say I believe we I believe we can we can win 30 games. Yeah, I was going to say 33 games. 30 to 35 is yeah. the most decent part. 35 again, at most. Again, again. We need to beat all those East Coast uh, bad teams like the Knicks, like Charlotte. Um the Bulls are nasty bad team. Why not Orlando? But mention remembering this season we won 19 games and Somehow. 15 of them was a playoff team. So why not? That's why crazy. not we can win more games this year? We just got to try to win. Yeah, that's true. No more tanking. Try to exactly. win. Exactly. That's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe it goes better for us. And we don't have the pressure to win. We're learning in the process, but we need to be more focused on getting wins. Yeah, I agree. So next question is from Dr. Fariz. Will the Suns make any blockbuster trade before next season? Russell Westbrook. You, <laughs> uh, if it happens, I don't, I don't, it might I, happen. I don't, you never I, know. I'd rather to have but, Dragon Bender back than getting Westbrook. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think we will make any <laughs> blockbuster trades, but I, Carlos, you're saying if we do make one, it's for Russell Westbrook. Is that what you're telling me? Nah, just joking. I'm thinking about I'm right, thinking about who one. who can be because one player that I really like and it looks like it, he can fit with us is Jamal Morey from Denver. But oh. he got a max contract yeah. right now. Yeah, he and just for did. future years, we need the money for McCall and DeAndre. And DeAndre. Yeah. So blockbuster will mean 
more than three teams to get a big time player. Right. And right, right now, who? Right now, who? Ben Simmons. You want me to? You yeah, want me to big, tell you who? Yeah. Kevin Love. Damn. Please. If, no. I don't think it's. I don't think it will happen. But if we do a blockbuster trade, it's for either D'Angelo Russell or Kevin Love. Why not trading for Alonzo again? That's not blockbuster enough. No. No. Why not? Because you don't know how Alonso is gonna do in New York, in New Orleans. You're right. I don't. Why not getting Kuzma? I will, because Lakers they think he's a future star. He is exactly. He actually is, and I see LeBron trying to build this team for AD and Kuzma, and that's kind of good. But the league is so weird. The unexpected signings just get get there and blockbuster trade Giannis into the compo. That'll be so sweet. That'll be so sweet. Oh my god, that's blockbuster. I, I, hey, I should trade Devin Booker for him. Well, yeah, he just won MVP. Well, why not, Devin Booker? Bye bye. I love you guys, but <laughs> damn, Giannis is amazing. I know Giannis and DeAndre. Oof, <laughs> crazy. That, that crazy would be to think crazy. about, but I don't know. Is a trade blockbuster? It's is more for the teams that have big time players to change. By years, Devin Booker and DeAndre are getting more value, so I can't I can't think about that. But we have to be smarter and not trading this this players. Yeah. All right. So next question is from Jose FC twenty three four. So this is a question that all you guys can answer. It's actually, I might actually post this on my Instagram. If you could only get one, which one would you choose? Kelly Oubre or Mikel Bridges? Oof. I have my I think, answer. I think I think we talk about this, but not obviously recording anything. Yeah. And I will choose Mikel. Yeah, that's who I got. <laughs> it's... it's I see McCall and I see consistency. I see overall effort and professionalism. Kelly flashes, nice hair and look, energy, but I don't see the consistency. I, I, it's, I hard, agree. it's hard to see Kelly scoring more than 20 points every night. He have those games. I like him. Don't get me uh, yeah, wrong. Of course, I me always too. say uh, all the I say it all the time. I don't hate Ke- I don't hate Kelly. No, that's that's not true, but I will choose McCall. Yeah, I mean McCall. McCall. I'm choosing McCall also because of consistency too. And if you if you look at it, I'm not saying Kelly Oubre is not a hard worker, but I think McCall is a harder worker which over time will make Macau better. I think Ubre is the better offensive player right now, but I think Macau could pass him if he can just knock down that three ball consistently, more consistently. And then defensively, Macau, obviously he's the best defender on our team, best defender as a rookie. So he's only Not getting better there. Not even getting to the second rookie team. Yeah, I don't know how. Don't 
Don't get me started. But I, I will ask you this question, and it's related to this one, and, and obviously for Jose. And I'm going to give you the right answer real quick. <laughs> if you are in a clutch time, you're running out of time, three seconds on the clock, and you have to give the ball to Kelly or McCall, who you choose? McCall. All the way. All day. All day. McCall. Nothing against Kelly. It's the biggest steal that the Suns have done in a draft. Since well, Devin besides Booker. Devin Booker. Yeah, thank you. But I'm saying is this is a biggest steal because we trade for it. Not Devin. And we trade up yeah. to get the 10 pick. Exactly. That's He'd the biggest Philly right steal. Now. Could you imagine Devin that? was a normal pick. Could you imagine McCall on the Sixers? That would be nasty. I He'll know. be started right now. I Josh know. Richardson not even there. That would be crazy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Someone that is from Philly, graduated from, from Villanova, even, won oh. the national championship. His mom works for the Sixers. Perfect. Thank God. And they trade him. Thank God Thank he's on the Thank you, Sixers. Song. I know. I love you guys. I know. That's why, that's why I always support the Sixers. Thank you for the love. All right. Next question. From Don 3 Jalen Leck Lock predictions. I should know how to pronounce his name, but unfortunately I do not. Prediction? Yes. Uh, G League. I agree. I think he might be a two way. I could be funny, but man, now you have Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, and Elio Kobo in his second year. And Javon Carter, kinda. Exactly. I think. We can do a prediction after summer league. After he because dunks on a few if people. If this guy kills the summer league, is a n- bye bye Okobo, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, so he's good at uh, the highlights. I see him dunking and yeah, and very athletic, and I was kind of impressed. Me too. But the difference between Okobo playing pro in France and Ty Jerome winning the national championship. With Virginia, and also not mentioning, well, mentioning now Ricky Rubio having a really good season with yeah, the Utah Jazz. A long time pro. He is the fourth option, yeah. and maybe fifth, because what you're going to choose for someone that will have the NBA experience versus someone that didn't even go to college. Yeah. It's nothing against him. He just has to prove himself. Yeah. And I think he can't good. do it. It's just he have the opportunity now. So yeah, let's exactly. see. Which is, is fine. I think that's exactly why we signed him to a four-year deal is because we know he's going to be a project and it's going to take a while, and that's fine. Yeah, I want to see him killing the G League, sitting, sitting Chandra Jones, <laughs> not letting him play. <laughs> not letting him play Chandra Jones. And whoever, whoever don't know this guy, we, we got an interview on episode five. You can check it out. Pretty nice. He's a nice guy, but... You know, when young players came to the league and it's you see that the team signed, signed him for long term, it means something. It's a huge pressure for any player that is currently playing for a position in the NBA. They're telling you this is a guy that we want to develop. That's why we're sending him to the G League and playing the Summer League. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think he will do well. In the summer league, I thought we were going to see him play that first game against the Nuggets, but you know, 
uh, Mother Nature decides not to. Well, sometimes it's so annoying, but you never know. I have to be fair with this. Um, I see the the summer league roster, and I was a little bit confused because most of the players I didn't know who they are. I didn't I didn't know who they are, and I just want to see. He sounds basketball. Yeah, that's good for me. Um, so last question to end on. It's not Suns related, but we talked a little bit about him earlier. I know, Carlos, you feel strongly about him. Ollie Darbo. It's from Ollie Darbo. Um, do you, th- where do you think Westbrook is going to go to? So I'm answering first. Oh, damn. This I got is an NBA question. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I got a big NBA mind, so I got this. He is going to stay with the Thunder. Okay. That's my prediction. So it's gonna be it's gonna be like a Kawhi and Paul George situation, like to mention when he was out dispersed and he obviously he was injured, apparently, and he said the whole season and then Paul George when he was traded from Indiana to OKC, it was kind of, you know, tough for them yeah. trying to get a package. Yeah, I think it, I think it will be very tough. So you think that he's staying at OKC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he... he uh, we still have time to get a good trade. And I think Oklahoma, after losing Paul George, they said, well, the West is getting better. We just have Westbrook again by himself. We don't have any young players that we can say, I mean, you still know got what? Steven Adams. There's... Yeah, but he's not like 21 years old or younger. Well, no, I mean, but for a second star, he's not really a star either. And let me let me let me tell you the OKC uh picks that they got from the Clippers. They got the 2021 Miami unprotected. Oh, they got that one too. Oh. The 2022 Clippers uh, unprotected. The 2023 Miami top 14 protected. The 2023 pick swap, I forgot with who. 2024 uh, Clippers unprotected first round pick. 2025 pick swap. Jesus. 2026 Clippers unprotected. Chai Gilgis Alexander. That's a big time guy. He is good. Has a point guard. I didn't know that guy was traded. And obviously the little Gallinari. I thought... We should have traded up for him instead of McCall at the time. I can't believe this guy. Um, this guy is OKC. They wanted to trade Westbrook and Paul George for Siakam. Well, it was Siakam, Ibaka, and Lowry and some picks. That's that's stupid. That would have been, but that would have been crazy. I think. Uh, it, let me ask you a question. Did the um, OKC is playing a lot of two K lately? <laughs> it looks like it. We're doing. Hey, all the GMs are playing a lot of 2K. The Pelicans. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Looking at the Bleacher Report uh, article about the possibilities, um, trades that he can stay in OKC, but why not trading him to Miami? I heard that. With Jimmy Butler. Who are they going to trade so, for? Well, they can trade any pick. They uh, don't have their Winslow, picks. The Clippers had their picks. Bam Adebayo. He's really good. Eh. That's why they that's why they trade uh Hassan Whiteside to, to Portland. They might trade Tyler Harrow too. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
but Westbrook information, it's the same as Kelly. Yeah. I know we, we, we mentioned that we were going to talk about Kelly Obre before we end this show. It's been really good. We didn't go, we didn't go footer on Ty Jerome and Cam Johnson. We us. We talked about them last the past episode, episode yeah. post draft. If you haven't listened to it, you can, you can do a click on that. And for now, Kelly Oubre, I think he's staying. He's staying in Phoenix. I agree. There, there's some teams. There's some teams that are very dangerous to get him because OKC right now they can sign him. Toronto can sign him. Dallas, Dallas. can sign him. So he have the options. Yeah. If he is, uh, if if he's asking for more than twenty millions. Um, McCall, you are the new small forward of the team. Bye bye, Kelly. Yeah, I I mean, it'll be tough. But yeah, so guys, we are recording this before Kelly has decided where he's going. If you guys listen to it after, hopefully our predictions are coming right. I don't know what's happening with Russ. Obviously You're the Sons guru. So Yeah, we don't know. So this is just So if you're hearing it after and it does come true, then obviously uh, you have to you listen think, to us. Go more. to the point. What you think? He's staying. What Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. Four 100%? year. Four year, forty-eight million dollars. That's decent. The ten, eleven yeah. million dollars a year. That's what I'm. I'm taking. Mm. Well, let's see. I don't think Kelly have a really good reputation on. In the league, and I'm talking about uh, athletic and and performance reputation. He's not he's not a superstar, but he can be a really good player for us. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget, he he um copyrighted that Bally Boys. Yeah, he did. So, he still has that. So I'm still waiting for the merchandise. Said, hey, you know what? I'm not staying, but Bally Boys is mine. <laughs> no one else can <laughs> use that. <laughs> and get some money. Not even the Suns. <laughs> so I, I think he he's just trying to match. Yeah, he's just trying to get more money. And you that's can't really why we got. That. Ke- that's why we trade. We make those moves to get him. So it's about time. Now it's Kelly. Yeah. Anything to say before uh, we close this? Um, just hopefully we win summer league. Oh my god, you're always so optimistic. I really like it. Yeah, you got to. I'm be. just wait. I just waiting to see really good talent. Being open, remembering that Monty Williams is not going to be the coach on Summer League, yeah, right? that's true. That's true. So um, last year, Igor was the one trying to put almost the starting team on Summer League. I was really <laughs> Yeah, you had Dragonbender, Josh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, like Josh Jackson, Shaq Harrison, and yeah, Bender. And DeAndre Ayton and McCall Bridges. In my call now. I think we're, we're doing the right thing. Feels like the Suns are doing smart decisions but let's see thanks again to everybody for listening the new episode of the house of phoenix Suns podcast the best in the whole internet for all the nba fans thank you for connect with us we're still believing that we can do better and don't forget to follow us on instagram house of phoenix Suns, and twitter house of phx Suns. so we see you on the next episode thank you guys see ya let's go let's go Oh, 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 oh,